Hello, this is the Hun Report. Everything you didn't need to know about the Huns of the world this week. And oh my god, we are rapidly approaching the end of Drag Race. What the hell are we going to do on this podcast now? Don't worry, you don't need to decide that. I do, and we'll do it after this week's episode, I guess. Enjoy! It's a skeleton crew today, isn't it? Got the worst of the bunch. Bare bones. Oh. <laughs> when Liam hears you this, inclu- he'll be delighted. And you, you include yourself in that, don't you? I do, and you know that Liam listens with absolute sort of precision, and we'll be like, I would have edited it there, or whatever. <laughs> well, you know I like to do this every time because it's an open forum but as we come into this episode episode eight where does everyone stand without thinking about what we know now where does everyone stand at the beginning of this episode coming into it um, Ellie. Yeah. yes well yeah because she's she didn't have a, a, a badge it, w- it, was, it was the big talk of the opening salvos of the episode ellie didn't have a badge uh. everyone else did have more than one badge I and... hated that workroom moment, by the way, yeah. like from last week's episode with Lawrence being all like, try and catch me up, Ahura. And Ahura said something about Lawrence's bumhole being clenched. I can't remember even what it was, but it was it was just embarrassing. <laughs> but then they united <laughs> later on, famously. So the stage was sort of set for what we always like to assume in the Drag Race world is an obvious... Yeah, obviously not going to happen uh, storyline throughout the episode. Ellie doesn't have a badge. It's sort of the final throws of when you need to have a badge to get to the end. Obviously, she's going to go, right? That's how they'll set it up, and that's how it'll go. Hmm. And I think that I quite enjoyed the fact that they did kind of play it like that for a while. Mm. Um, but, oh, boy. <laughs> oh. I really couldn't like I really couldn't call it from that moment because Ellie seemed to really have a rocket up her ass but also kind of seemed quite in her head a little bit and that kind of stuck through the whole episode I was like like until the actual performance I was really not sure how it was going to go I agree I agree Mm. and we'll get to that but there's a hugely pressing matter of finally David we can discuss it (laughs) discuss the wig the wig Hateful, heinous, heresy, all the H's. It was disgusting. It was foul. It is possibly one of the worst wigs I have seen in my life. And I include your wig, Jack. Ah! It was was truly horrific. But what... Does someone here know... What was the the gag of it all? What was... Was there a point to it? I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, it kind of looked like it had clicked on, like Lego hair. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. It had clicked. <laughs> it really had. But like, was it meant to be like, I was, I'm really reaching here, but was it an ode <laughs> to like 70s comedy? <laughs> I don't really understand. Was it that or was it, it just... It was an ode to covering up a rumoured facelift, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, that ode. Yeah. Oh, that ode, yeah. You know, your favourite. <laughs> You're always singing it. <laughs> so we had the Mask for Mask singer. <laughs> what a racket. What a racket. <laughs> so here's, here's one thing that... So Ellie won this mini challenge. Why? Um, I don't. I don't know what the judging criteria for this was. Was, what was it the judging criteria? 
Was it the most masculine appearance? No, because Ellie was poss- out of the out of the kind of traditional male types that were on stage. She was the most eighties and feminine out of all of them. Was it who sang the best? I mean, arguably from the awful cat screeching that I heard from all of them, Ellie was the best vocalist. I don't know what the judging criteria was for this. I just don't understand it. I really was the best it. look because Ellie's look was really good. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like I think she got something probably the best thing together in the short space of time. Maybe yeah. that was it. Like the most convincing performer thing. I don't know. But was I'm that like, the challenge? No, I don't understand. Like what? it was, it was all unclear. Jack, I mean, t- it was a pun. It was a stupid pun, and they ran with it for the mini <laughs> challenge. That's all it was. <laughs> Someone in the office. Someone in the office went mask for masked singer, and they were like, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> let's run with this." Yeah, the, the, it was definitely title first. Yeah. I loved it because from the start, I was like, "One of these people is definitely going to give me Jackson Davies energy," and I was just waiting to see who it was going to be. And who was it? I'd say Ellie Diamond. <laughs> oh yeah who would you have been in the pack you're quite Lawrence Cheney in this uh, Katie okay a very talented drag queen I'll take it I thought Tace had quite um, quite a good look could fit a slot in quite um, happily with the (laughs) yeah Tace and Bimini they were definitely going for a vibe weren't they yeah always I I really really enjoyed the amount of colour corrector that was on Tace's face throughout that whole thing. It was just this kind of orange-red seeping through behind the attempt of a beard that she put on, and it was kind of... It's like, yes, I, I appreciate this in the worst way possible. But it set us up quite nicely for mm. a challenge that... <laughs> I'd, I'd been dreading because there was going to be no audience, as I'm sure mm. we all were. But I do love these stand-up challenges i prefer it when it's a roast because it's some it's more directed i know they tried to have a love theme i don't know why they had a love theme what was the point of the love theme was there a love theme yeah yeah love sex (laughs) relationships oh i didn't even clock it i guess they would have must have been like trying to focus them in on it's nice to have a brief isn't it nice to have a brief Mm. yeah i suppose i think it probably helped some of them yeah that's true having that that bit of that bit of direction Hey, how nice was the moment when they found out that Dawn French was going to join them? <gasps> oh, like, how, God. how many times have we seen in the US and the UK series when they're like, we're going to be joined by Michael Jackson's fifth cousin? And they're like, yeah, no. Latoya! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Latoya is good, but sometimes they go really niche and they're like, oh my God! And yeah. We'll be, we'll be joined by the CEO of this random company. Oh my God! <laughs> they really lost their shit didn't they yeah yeah i lost my shit i was on the sofa like i I mean i knew dawn was coming back same it was just glee pure glee she was in glee (laughs) (laughs) with Kristen chenoweth dawn french (laughs) and her sang defying gravity okay so we must get to the most important part of uh, (laughs) the whole episode the catalyst i think (laughs) Ellie's choice of we know we know in past um, they're going to make a movie about it one day. <laughs> yeah, starring Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. 
But brilliant. But no, we know this is always a contentious choice um, <laughs> when these choice. challenges come up. Ellie's <laughs> choice. Uh, and it is a true thing. You know, it can it can sort of disrupt uh, the flow of proceedings. And uh, I know what you're going to say, David. And in real life, I've, I know comedians who hate being on certain lineups at certain points. But as Bimini said, if you haven't got the material, don't matter anyway. This is why mm. I got frustrated about it because Drag Race itself has made the lineup a massive issue. And like Bimini and Tace both said, at the end of the day, if your material's not up to par, then fine. You're mm. <laughs> then you're in the bottom. And I think it was um it just uh, again, at the end of the day, it's a game and Ellie was playing in the game. And everyone in that room has played the game at some point. Tace has played the game by buddying up with Ahura and using her to sew her dresses. Ahura's played the game by getting in everyone's heads. Lawrence has played the game by getting in everyone's heads. So it's not really kind of fair for Lawrence and Ahura, who, by the way, Lawrence can turn her hand to anything. It's not really fair for both of them just to kind of go at Ellie. We're like, why did you do the lineup like this? Well, because she wanted to. Because she wanted she wanted to throw people under the bus and go for her. Go ahead. Yeah, I supported it, but I I sort of did love her unsurety though. There was there wasn't the conviction wasn't sold, which meant it was unsurety. Uh, unsurety. Seven fifteen. Seven fifteen. I liked her lack of surety. Uncertainty, perhaps. Uncertainty. <laughs> uh, um, Unsurety. Your vocabulary was not up to scratch. What made everything come unstuck was Ellie's lack of certainty, and it meant that it was way easier to pick apart her choose mm. her choice because. She wasn't sort of sure about it until the end. They know enough about her character to know that they could get into her head by yeah. really testing. The thing is, I don't want to be that person, but it did really, really, really pungently stink of a production fiddle for me. Like, it was just all the moments like when Ahura took Lawrence off to the other side and then like the next day in the workroom where Lawrence goes up to Ahura with, I'm still really annoyed about this order thing. And yeah, like this whole thing about it being a game, like when Ahura took Lawrence to one side and said, um, hang on, actually, no, it wasn't even that. Ahura goes, I'm going to go and work on my bit, bit on my own. And then it crosses to her, so that was Lawrence. You're like, mm, okay. And then the first thing she says is, I think she's playing a huge game. And like David said, yes, you are playing a game. It's called RuPaul's Drag Race. Can we leave that behind in any reality <laughs> show since 2010? <laughs> yes, you're playing mm. a game because that's the game. <laughs> you're playing a like, game, yeah. It's not, it's, not like it's, it's not like it's 2000 Big Brother and we're all doing it for the first time round and you all want to kind of hold hands and sing Kumbaya. The opportunity yeah. for you to have more screen time is is incredibly drawing, yeah. especially when there's no actual cash prize. So what are you going to do? You're going to throw out your biggest competition. Of course you are. Yeah. And also, like, what's the point of there being a mini challenge if the prize isn't supposed to be an advantage? Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't an buy advantage. any of it. I I didn't really buy into any of it, to be honest. But also, we love to talk about it, don't we? We love the drama. 
We love the drama, and I think we love drama. it. If it was a, drama a make. if it was a production rig, then I think they did choose the best people to get Aggie by it <laughs> because Ahura loves the drama like us. And Lawrence, I think there was an inkling of him who sort of thinks uh, he is a comedy queen. He is a comedy queen. Mm. She is a comedy queen. But like she wanted the authority over comedy mm. and that you're right the, the taking yeah. away of that choice was probably irritating mm. as an authority I, in comedy she believes she is there were some moments actually like where it did seem like some genuine rage being let out from lawrence and also maybe there's a little bit of you know maybe lawrence thought that he'd be the only one out of him and ellie still there at this point in the competition yeah. maybe there's some something going on there i don't know and a slight frisson of um, sort of jealousy with Bimini because I think I think Lawrence sees Bimini as big, big competition mm -hmm. as they all should. But yeah, the can't believe you don't know the word uncertainty, but you know the word frisson. <laughs> 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 Let's immediately go to the performances, and there's one question that I must ask, and I have not stopped thinking about it since I saw the episode. What was bleeped out my question too well i think they added some bleeps to make it madder because they definitely bleeped out shits and giggles at one point as well oh, like they? and like yeah they were in the main performance i'm sure i'm sure that happened i i think there was there must have been a c word in there yeah i assume this yeah. is on i think she said that her and her Nana had like a massive vagina or like a wide vagina yeah. or loose, <laughs> whatever you prefer, Jack. It's, <laughs> you know, he doesn't put a label on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I it must have been something to do with some sort of gaping vagina. Um, I think it was probably something on those lines. I mean, I think what also made it difficult to kind of judge what Ahura did was because some of it was cut and bleeped out. And so mm. we're never going to be able to kind of really tell how good or bad it was because a chunk of it was was taken out. But from what we did see... Uh, uh, I think I think what was good about having the panel set up in the way that it was is you had a 50-50 split between US and UK comedy where Alan and Dawn, uh, by the way, pedaling back, Alan and Tace flirting. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. something. Um, yeah. Um, where Alan and Dawn know the UK comedy scene and Rue and Michelle don't know it as well and it was really interesting to see where people laughed and where other people didn't. Like Rue yes. and Michelle really, really loved the vulgar stuff where mm. Alan and Dawn were kind of like, well, we hear this all the time, so it's not as outrageous to hear a yeah. C-bomb being dropped in front of us. Yeah. Also, can we get over the BBC? <laughs> yeah. It's the BBC. <laughs> yeah, it's we the need BBC. to stop <laughs> they, We don't have swear words on the BBC. The Queen watches all the time. What the fuck was going on with Ellie? I hated it. I hated every single second of it. I couldn't breathe. What? No. I liked it. I, had, I mean, I. this is the thing. None of them really had a, like, um, a killer moment apart from Bimini. Um, and I, I agree with 
the fact that Lawrence was essentially second because she did take a little longer to get to the punchline because I think she thought she had more time than she actually did. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't hate Ellie's. I liked it more. It was more creative than I, I think than the horrors. Um, so yeah, I mean, n- none of them are comedy apart from Bimini and, and Lawrence. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I wasn't enthused, but I was, I was, I was fine with it. That's really insightful. I know. No, I, I'm kind of on the same page. Like, I actually, I quite liked it and I did laugh in places and I didn't feel sort of like toes curling really at any point. And actually the thing I would say to that the way in her favor as well, and almost probably the same for Ahura is, like obviously Ellie needed to prove that she could do funny, which she did. Like she was quite funny. She's quite funny. But also, like, she did like this ugly thing, which we've not seen her do. Like, I think yeah. that was really smart for her to do that and, you know, not do this kind of um candy flossy thing that we've seen mm. quite a lot of so far. But yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't you know, a top two, but she was, I think she was right to be safe. Yeah. And I think that it was clear because she made Michelle and Rue and Alan and Dawn, to be fair, laugh more than a horror did and laugh more because it was actually funny, not because it was kind of like, I'm just going to drop a C-bomb in here. I'm going to, you know, say something about my grandmother's vagina that is crude. It was relatively smart to do a character over a monologue, which is what everyone else did. Character comedy. It can be hit or miss. It really can. It really, really can. And for me, it was a miss. <laughs> Bimini was fucking funny. Not a joke, just a fact. Just a fact. Mm. Just really, just, I would, I'd pay 25 quid to see her in the, uh, give me a venue. Yeah. Comedy I love store. Something. Comedy store? Comedy shop? Comedy store. Um, Alan's comment on her looking like she'd just come back from her husband's funeral. Like that was, <laughs> that was exactly the drama that was brought to it. That I couldn't put my finger on. And yeah. She would have really been enjoyed. cruising at as famously cruising at. A yeah. <laughs> but then also we, we had very, very high expectations of Bimini and she did what we expected. Well done to her. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. We'll get to that. Lawrence, like you all said, nice moments. Love the camel toe gag. Did take a long time to get to places. And in a, in a way that, again, maybe it happened uh, the past two seasons of US Drag Race when someone was absolutely taking the piss with time. I can't remember who it was. It was. Um, um, we, do, we do not speak of her name. Oh, yes. Yes. Not the energy of that person, but the energy of that situation where i think lawrence again the authority of being comedy queen automatically made her assume that she could run and run she couldn't and it was okay but i'm glad that she did love in a different way to everyone else everyone else when dick jack dick jack dick jacks something on your mind something on my mind everyone else went for it dick gags and sex and you know i'm not saying that i'm some sort of prude but i was like okay i'm getting bored because i want to hear something unique and different and she went for familial love and 
you know, rather than eroticism. Mm. So I'm kind of glad that she did something a bit different to, to everyone else. I think that's what we, that's what the key was, was can you do something different? And I think both Ellie and Lawrence succeeded in that because one did character comedy and one did a different take mm. on what love was. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do, can you say eroticism as Lawrence Cheney, please? Eroticism. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, do you find this voice very erotic? I know you do. Uh, <laughs> I can't bear it. I simply can't. <laughs> Taste charismatic and fun, weird, and really played. Did you notice the playing up of Nessa? The Nessa. Yes, um, yes. So Nessa. Intonations was there. Mm. The I think if in, if in doubt, <laughs> someone in Wales will always try and fall back on Nessa. The, um, like the alphabetic spaghetti bit particularly all around then was very nasty but you know what why not why not it was if you're not confident at that as well like just yeah do it and i think the criticisms are completely right like isn't a comedy queen but really made it work and it it didn't suck Mm. as michelle said (laughs) yeah and um the the beans on toast thing that alan suggested you like he really threw her a bone there didn't he because but then she did do it really really well so it's yeah. not, it was his idea, but then she nailed it. I think yeah. that when it came to the backheading slightly, but the the help that Alan gave, mm. I would have preferred if Dawn was there because they both gave criticism together at the same time really well. Mm. Um, and Alan's stuff was kind of, it was almost like a dry run of how the judges would react to the jokes as opposed to, here's something helpful that I can provide you with it was i'm going to react like this to this joke um and i think that because it wasn't hammered home for example a horror it meant that a horror kept that joke in, even though alan was like let's maybe avoid that and do something different but because he didn't say that strong enough it was kept in do you mm. know what i mean well mm. i feel like i feel like his reaction enough was sort of like Ooh, can i just say quickly on on taste though as well I do feel like she got read a little bit too hard for the whole, but that's a story for another time thing. Because I was like, it's just a funny line that she's going with. And like, it wasn't that dissimilar to like, um, not a joke, just a fact. Yeah. I don't, I don't think she deserved to, like, I think they kind of came for her a bit harsh in her critique generally. The runway, a horror. Uh, so wait, the runway category was stone. I can't, I never remember. Stone something. Stoned. Stoned off your tits. Stoned off your tits. Stoned for the gods. Stoned. I don't, I don't know what it was. Diamonds, wasn't it, basically? Diamonds. It was... St- st- kidney stones. <laughs> kidney stones. Kidney stones. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, nice. The horrors was fun. I'm sort of bored of an IV, though. I feel like IVs are really... <laughs> really sort of <laughs> happening a lot of They're the time. They're so 2010. I'm, I'm over IVs, guys, okay? How many yeah. times have they been done, though? I'd say enough They've... for me to be bored of them. Didn't, what's the name? <sighs> Brooklyn Heights do one. Aquaria did one. Monet. 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 <laughs> yeah, fucking bored of them. Move on. <laughs> do you like her? Anyone else like Dora's look? I, I quite liked her look. It's quite, you know, like I like the hair and the... It was, it was it was nice. The the version that she put on Instagram had um 
a wheelchair attached to it. I didn't know how to feel about that. I was kind of watching that like, mm. really? yeah, yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, <laughs> okay, you know, in a time where, you know, clubs aren't particularly accessible. This is... Ellie Diamond. This was actually an, one of my favorite Ellie Diamond looks. Ellie's choice. Ellie's choice. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it, but it wasn't that surprising. I want to see new hair. Yeah. Like we've seen that hair. Ellie Diamond. Yeah. I liked it though. If you went to a show and she came out in that, you'd be like, lovely. 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 We liked it because the the chap fishnet situation wasn't there. Fishnet? Fish fishtail. Fishtail. Fishtail? Mm. Mermaid's tail. Mermaid's you know what I'm talking tail. about? Yeah. 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 Uh winner for me, just simply for the Shirley Carter hair. Bimini. <laughs> <laughs> what a look. What a look. So hang on, when Rue was saying she looked like an actress, she was talking about Linda Henry. <laughs> That's what you think she was saying. We'll get to that. I loved her in Bad Girls. Yeah, like we're just so used to Bimini doing something different now, aren't we? And she just kind of did it again. And also, as a sufferer of adult acne, I was very grateful for the uh <laughs> the <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nice to see it normalised, guys. <laughs> On a Shirley Carter drag queen. It's the platform we needed. As, You've uh, won a lifetime it. supply of Clearasil. 50-20-12, Katie. 50-20-12. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, Bimini can do no wrong. <laughs> uh, we move to Lawrence, who is... What a fucking Hi, hysterical boys. outfit. I'm sad nobody said... Come on, Teletubby, teleport us to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was um, I was watching it with my um, housemate, Sean, who very rarely watches it, and he was just like in hysterics and just kept going like, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> and then the more, but I didn't really flinch. And then the more I looked at Lawrence, I was like, oh yeah, that is hysterical, <laughs> what you're wearing. <laughs> Loved it. I was here for it. But it was fun. It was very Doctor Who, 70s villain. And yeah. it was, did show a different side of Lawrence. I, I really was here for it. It was just... <laughs> just fun. Just fun. Fun. I'm glad that Jack has another heterosexual to join him in watching Drag Race. That's really nice. <laughs> I'm slowly trying to gather a group of us. No, we don't need yeah, any the groups of straight Yeah, the boys at the Working Men's Club are yet to be convinced. Right. Still trying to work on them. All right. <laughs> mm. And taste, finally, super polished, quite literally, because it was metal, but like a nice look. We got it. <laughs> Give me a fucking second to get it. <laughs> Could have barely finished the sentence. We got it. Yeah, it was lovely. You <laughs> <It> looked great. <laughs> oh, you bitches. <laughs> Proper nice, proper bargain. It was proper stunning, that was. Um, yeah, and that was... Like a those... bit of, um, like, a little bit of WD-40 in, because it was metal. Because <laughs> mm. it was metal. Good yeah. yeah. Anything else, David? <laughs> um, no. Some... I, I, want to, I want to steal this look, because it's metal. Oh, that is good. That was good. good. That was Thank unexpected you. and good. <laughs> it was a tin out of tin. 
I'm sick. I was sick of the lineup chat once again as we got to our untucked moment. We get it. Like, okay, it happens. Like, shut up. Did it? Did it add anything? No. Did it solve anything? No. no. And no. also, Bimini had had a fuck enough of it. She had complete guts full of it and just absolute tits full. Had absolute a tits full of it. And then we were left with taste and a horror. I'm sorry. Ellie should have gone. And <laughs> just yeah, not a joke. Just a fact. She should have gone. I don't agree. She didn't. She doesn't have any badges. But she was yeah, but, the. She wasn't the worst out of the competition that week. No. So you guys judge it on the week to week competition. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's the format. That's, that's the format, Jack. Have you ever watched that, Grace? <laughs> no, but I think you, it's fine to dispute that when people have talk about queens on the show. Talk about. I think when it goes from the semi final to the final, then you'd look at the badges. Yeah. I don't hold her up for much hope next week, but. Mm. I do think that she wasn't the worst of the week, personally. Okay. We can, it's good though, it's an open forum, so. <laughs> I'm, I mean, did I love a horror? No. Did, did, do I love her more than Ellie? Yeah. Does, has she brought more for me during the competition? Yes. This week? Yeah. Do you need us to that's, be here? Should we just leave nice you to it? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just a monologue, so... All right, it's tense, darling. Now shut the fucking door behind you when you get out of this chat. I'm sick of shit lip sync choices. I didn't think this was a shit lip sync choice. Oh, sister, 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 Loved it, did you? Loved it. I still want more from the UK. Like, I still want more, like, more some UK songs on UK drag race. Yes. Not to be Brexit about it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, something that's... A bit British songs on British shows, you know, like, like is from the UK. Something that's a bit yeah. more sort of no, but you know what I mean, like um, no, something that I'd hear in Gay Late. <laughs> yeah, I mean. modern songs like Dusty Springfield, a great artist, but just I mean, I think it was I think it was partly because Dawn was there because there's that famous Dawn that French and Saunders sketch with Dusty Springfield. Yeah, but in the other famous Dawn French sketches with a different music, me against the music. That's true. I I I respect the work of Dusty Springfield. I do think that it was a weird. Do you think they were, Do you think they'd have done it if it was Ellie and horror? Do you yes. think there's ever a fiddle there? Like they didn't no. go for like a love sort of song for. I think it's set week on week because if you if we're being honest, did we want to see Cherry Valentine and Chase lip sync to Memory? No, we didn't really. Yeah, it was great. It. it was great in the end, but like when it first came out, I just started laughing. Yeah, it was Jake. Uh, and Tay stayed. Are we happy about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> we love her, don't we? We love hey, her. Next week. Oh my God. Guys, clear your diaries because we're going to be talking about that for about six <laughs> days. <laughs> EastEnders you, special. You both know that I don't really watch EastEnders, do you? Right, let's end this. Jack, chat Jack right won't now. need us to be here. Jack won't need it's us fine, to be here. It's fine, we can go. I know I know the key characters. That's enough. We'll That's enough started. for me. Watch it this week. <laughs> That's my homework. Thanks, darlings. Bye, bitches. Bye. Bye, loves. There you go, a quick little roundup of episode eight of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two. We'll be back next week with an unbelievable episode of Drag Race. 
<sighs> featuring my favourite Natalie Cassidy. Strap in, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a ride. Cassidy to Jones. Fuck off!